Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I am your guide to wisdom. Thank you for joining us for this seven day a week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 59 of our trek and as we examine these nuggets of wisdom each day, we need to seek for them as if they were actually nuggets of gold. And speaking of gold, the next several days we will focus on the accumulation of wealth, both in money and the true riches of life. We are recording our podcast from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio today. I was able to put the coat of polyurethane on the eating area floor late last night and a second coat very early this morning. It's looking really nice. We will let it set for a couple days before moving the furniture back into the room. Check out the journal for day 59 on wisdom-track.com to see a couple pictures of the completed floor. This has been a much lengthier project than we ever anticipated, but it is nearing completion. On our trek this week, we started down the money trail yesterday with a new series called It's Only Money, with the theme of being on the trail to true riches. Yesterday, we traveled the money trail and considered what is better than wealth. We discovered that there were actually several items that were better than wealth. And if you missed yesterday's podcast, please check out day 58 at wisdom-trek.com. Today, we're going to explore a couple more precepts about money, So let's head down the yellow brick trail to our land of true wealth. First, we want to look at what money cannot do for you. Money isn't everything, someone was quoted as saying, but it's a long way ahead of whatever is in second place. But Proverbs informs us that not only is money not in first place, it is not even in running for second place. One reason is that money simply cannot purchase those things in life which are most important. First, money cannot buy you security. There are two primary reasons why money fails to make you secure. The first is that money simply cannot purchase security, for security cannot be bought. There are those who deceive themselves into thinking that wealth offers them security, but it is only imaginary, like a vapor. In Proverbs 18.11 it says, The rich think their wealth as a strong defense. They imagine it as a high wall of safety. The second reason money cannot offer security is that wealth itself is often only temporary. Not only does wealth fail to make us secure, our wealth is insecure. Proverbs 23, verses 4 through 5 says, Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit. In a blink of an eye, wealth disappears, for it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. During the Great Recession of 2008, millions of people lost large portions of their retirement that they had worked for and had planned so hard for for years. Millions of others lost their homes and possessions. We cannot place our hope in money as security because... It's only money. Second, money cannot buy you wisdom. Proverbs 17.16 says, It is senseless to pay to educate a fool, since he has no heart for learning. Third, money cannot provide you with life's most precious gifts. We know that money cannot buy true friends, because bought friends will forsake us when our time of need arrives. Proverbs 19.7 says, The relatives of the poor despise them. How much more will their friends avoid them? Though the poor plead with them, their friends are gone. The prodigal son story in Luke chapter 15 illustrates this principle clearly, but we'll leave that story for another day. Next, I can attest to the fact that a godly wife cannot be purchased because it is a gift of God's grace. Paula is certainly my gift of God's grace to me, and I wouldn't want to be left without her. Proverbs 18.22 says, The man who finds a wife finds a treasure, and he receives favor from the Lord. And also in Proverbs 19.14 it says, Fathers can give their sons an inheritance of houses and wealth, but only the Lord can give an understanding wife. This is so true. And one of my virtual mentors, Zig Ziglar, puts it this way, Money will buy you a bed, but not a good night's sleep, a house, but not a home, a companion, but not a friend. Fourth, God's grace cannot be bought with money. 
God's grace is never obtained by any contribution from man. Because of this, money cannot reconcile you to Him. And money often produces pride and self-confidence, which only drives you farther from Him. Proverbs 11.4 says, Riches won't help you in the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death. And Proverbs 11.6 says, The godliness of good people rescues them. The ambition of treacherous peoples traps them. And Proverbs 11.28 puts it this way, Trust in your money and down you'll go, but the godly will flourish like leaves in spring. While it may not be accurate to say the best things in life are free, it is at least evident that the best things in life cannot be purchased with money. Our next area we want to look at is what money will do for you. Anyone who has gone from poverty to prosperity can testify that money will produce results. Money can be very positive when it is used properly. If you are not careful, though, there are some aspects of money that are not very beneficial. Let us consider some of the effects which wealth may produce in our lives, a further evidence that money, if not handled wisely, is not all that it's purported to be. First, you can be assured that money will attract friends. Proverbs teaches us that money adds friends, poverty removes them. Proverbs 19.4 says, Wealth makes friends, poverty drives them all away. And Proverbs 19.6 says, Many seek favor from a ruler. Everyone is a friend to a person who gives gifts. Growing up on a farm and an apple orchard, we certainly were not wealthy at all. There were 10 kids in our family. We had one bathroom and very limited well water. While I never realized that we were probably considered poor, I do remember that those who were wealthy were not real friendly to us. I also remember my mom quoting Ben Franklin, Now that I have a sheep and a goat, everyone bids me good morrow. Second, money tends to give the rich a false sense of security. In a passage that we have already noted, we are told that the rich tend to find a false sense of well-being in their wealth, which was Proverbs 8 and 11. The rich think their wealth is a strong defense. They imagine it as a high wall of safety. Third, money can produce pride and apathy toward others. The reality of life is that the poor man who wonders where his next meal is coming from is more attuned sometimes to spiritual things than the rich, who seemingly has no worry about such things. Proverbs 28.11 puts it this way, Rich people may think that they are wise, but a poor person with discernment can see right through them. Agur, a godly man in Proverbs chapter 30, had a balanced approach to riches when he petitioned God in verse 9. And he asked God to give him neither poverty nor riches. In verse 9 it says, For if I grow rich, I may deny you and say, Who is the Lord? And if I am poor, I may steal and thus insult God's holy name. Now this is something to consider in our pursuit of wealth. Well, that'll finish our podcast for today. If you've missed any of our previous podcast episodes, please check out Wisdom Trek at iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or on wisdom-trek.com. Tomorrow we will consider the topic, It's Only Money, Part 3, and we will look at our attitudes towards money. So please join us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. And if you enjoy these daily doses of wisdom, these little nuggets that we have each day, I encourage you to please help us out in the following five ways. First, leave your name and email address on our website at the bottom right-hand corner of any page in the sidebar or on today's daily journal page. This will allow us to update you with special and new information about Wisdom Trek. Second, leave us feedback about the podcast at wisdom-trek.com. Third, please subscribe at iTunes or Stitcher. Fourth, if you haven't done so already, please leave us a rating so that we can gain exposure for our Wisdom Trek. And fifth, which is the most important, is to share with your family and friends to journey with us on our Wisdom Trek. The journal for this podcast can be found at wisdom-trek.com, where you'll also find pictures, tweetable quotes, wisdom nuggets, and free resources. Thank you for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, and your friend, as I serve you each day through this Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. 
As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly or fully, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and to create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.